The Black and Abdallah podcast is brought to you by Fry the Coop. Fry the Coop has five great chicken sandwiches, Nashville hot chicken, spicy honey butter chicken, chicken and cheese, Chicago hot chicken, and a donut fried chicken sandwich. It's Fry the Coop. And now, the Black and Abdallah podcast. It's Black and Abdallah, weeknight 6 8 here on ESPN 1000. We just had our song of the night. It featured corn tonight. Yeah. I'm not going to walk back something I just said, but I want to paint some context with what I said. The best band you've ever seen live? They're the best band I've ever seen live, but can I paint the picture? Like, so he, here's the deal I saw corn on the Project Revolution tour. Oh, yeah. So it was corn, it was Lincoln Park, mm-hmm. and it was Snoop Dogg. I love Linkin Park. Big fan of Linkin Park. But this is what happened. Snoop Dogg opened the day. Yeah. He's out there. It's fantastic. It was great. great. Snoop Dogg killed it. Corn is on next because at the time, Linkin Park blew up. Like, I think Meteora came out and, like, it was in the the mix of Mm -hmm. uh, all the Transformer movies coming out and they they had all the title tracks for the Transformer movies. So, like, Mm -hmm. Linkin Park was a big deal. They were the headliner. Corn comes out. And rips everyone's faces off. Pure aggression for like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Jonathan Davis is just going nuts. They sound live exactly like they sound great. on their record. They sound great. They sound incredible. They're, in, in, they're hitting every note. Everything's perfect. They're great. And the crowd is just foaming at the mouth. Mm-hmm. And then Linkin Park comes out. Oh, no. And Linkin Park... The albums are great to listen to, but they can't really play the way it sounds on the album. No, and then, like tough. Chester, back in the day, sometimes he couldn't really scream, sing the way that he could on the albums either. So, like, they come out and, you know, you have raw aggression for an hour of a band that actually could do what they you're expecting them to do. Mm-hmm. And then Linkin Park comes out as a headliner and they can like kind of do half of it. Yeah. And like everyone's just kind of like standing around like, why are they the headliner? Like clearly Korn was the like the band to see here. I've seen that before. And so so my perspective on them is that they they blew everyone away because yeah. they were they were so good live. And to date, I think they are the best I've seen someone perform live. I've seen them I'll a few times. The they, first they were time great. was, like I said, Static X open. It's like, okay, I get it. You're Static X. Uh, and then Stain comes out. And Stain kind of sound like they're in the same vein of like, this is yeah. like when Mud Shovel was huge. <laughs> Dude, that song still goes. I love, I'll put that on every once in a while. Like, Mud Shovel's great. Um, and uh, then, you know, and then Corn comes out. And I'd been, I'd never seen them before. So I was like, so hyped. My favorite band at the time. So hyped to see them. And like, they, like you said, it just blew everyone. Like, it was so beyond expectations of everything like he can hit all he can scream perfectly he hit all the notes all. like everyone is in the whole stage is everyone like you have to keep your eye on everyone because fieldy's running around like a crazy person playing bass his bass is so low to the ground it's basically dragging <laughs> on the ground like they put on such a good show and then i was explaining in, in the uh break to uh jake who's much younger than us he's the, from a different time well like uh, first of all, I had to explain to him that once it's at one point they were like one of the most popular bands going because of TRL, and then I explained I had to explain to him what TRL was, and then explained to him why it was so weird for them to be like oh. number one on oh, TRL. They were, they were a top rated 
per, uh, you know, act on yeah. TRL with all the boy bands, Britney Spears, mm-hmm. and all the the pop nonsense, and yeah. then it was corn. And then it was yeah. And then it was like oh corn. And then corn's here. And then Limp Bizkit kind of came along, and then it was like oh everybody loves Fred Durst and everybody loved Nookie and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, it uh, it was what a time. What a time to be! But alive. yeah, I, I stand by. They they they're the be- best performance I've ever seen live. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen Metallica a couple of times. They're always very good, very very great. We've seen Nickelback. Nickelback is is great. Uh, we've <laughs> they seen, are. I've seen a lot of acts, but but Corn in their prime. I'm not sure if there's anything I've seen that beats that. And I stand by that. I've seen better concerts, but they're they're top they're top ten for sure. And I've seen a lot of concerts. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Would you like to play a little door one or door two? Door one or door two, Abdallah? Where would you like to go? Door one or door two? We're going to go door one. We go to door two. Chase on the south side. Hello, Chase. Black, what's happening, man? What's up, Chase? Abdallah! Ha! Chase, I already already talked to you. I already talked (laughs) to you today. When did you guys talk? He called into Carmen and Yurko. <laughs> hey, hey, man! Hey, I saw her with Sylvie was talking about when uh, when he was saying about my what I comment about the generation quarterbacks and um, you know about why the quarterback you know did develop that. But my point to that also was that um, a lot of times is I like to include Justin into this equation. Like Fields actually has the talent and the potential to develop into a generational quarterback. But I think the reason why he hasn't shown anything, and through fault of his own, and as I think of what's around him, and he was set up for failure the minute he got here, you know, with the whole situation with Nagy and, um, you know, not really giving him a chance to win the job and not putting putting the offense around what he does well. And then with this whole rebuild thing and the timeline just, with the coaching staff and the general manager, it just it kind of slowed his development out. Now, the thing is, is that what, what puts the Bears in a very unique situation compared to a lot of teams is that if Field turns out to play well and he you know passes for a lot of yards and goes a lot of touchdowns, and the Bears win games, the thing is this: you could do your Bears have multiple options. They can either trade him and accumulate more draft assets, or they can, um, you know, or draft the corners or the quarterbacks, or they can also, um, you know, draft, you know, draft another quarterback, or they keep fields and build around him and just keep adding pass rush, add offensive linemen. You know, it, it puts them in a very bad position. Now, worst case scenario, I think, would be if, say, if Justin was to get hurt, and all of a sudden we're still kind of in this situation where we don't know. That's the thing. Like, you don't want to be in a situation where you be like the Giants, where you pay him money and you still don't know whether he's the guy or not. Then you stuck. Right. You know, I think that's the worst case scenario. Is that we go into the off season still asking questions on whether or not he's the guy or not? Because at that point now, if you're still asking questions, obviously he's not the guy. Then you have to move on. So that's basically where things stand as of right now because we still don't know. Um, I agree, Chase. That would be the worst thing. Thanks for the phone call. That would be the worst possible outcome here is if Justin Fields gets hurt uh, in the upcoming weeks that would lead to him being out for the season. And then we really don't get an answer. We've gotten a little taste of what Mm -hmm. perhaps he could turn into, 
But that wouldn't uh, suffice when you have to make the decision this offseason and decide whether or not you have to use the number one pick if you get that. I think that means uh, that they have made their decision. Like if Justin Fields gets hurt, he takes the like that's their decision. The decision is take Caleb Williams because you can't you can't miss out on this type of this quarterback class, right? You can't miss out on this quarterback class and risk saying, well, we don't know. We're going to run it back with Fields and see if he's the guy. And then if next year he's not the guy and we have a number one pick again and then we're starting all over again. Like you there, you have to walk in to Ryan Poles' office and say, is Justin Fields the guy? And without any hesitation, he has to say yes or else you draft Caleb Williams. If he got hurt, he was out for the rest of the season. You draft Caleb Williams. Is that really the worst thing that could happen? No, no, it's not. You draft Caleb Williams. It's, I would feel Field, horrible. Field, Fields comes back at some point. Yeah. And then I, it's it's whoever the best player is, they they play. Listen, I would feel bad for Justin Fields. Oh, I, would feel I don't, don't want to get no anybody to get that, hurt. But it, I don't know if it's really like... The sad reality is Ryan Poles has set up the franchise to be okay if yeah. that were to happen. Yeah, and I think that, you know, they... They kind of set it up this way, you know, with the extra first round pick this year, which might end up being the first uh, overall pick from the Panthers because they're the only team without a win right now. So I you like there can't be any hesitation, any pause from Ryan Poles when you say, is Justin Fields the guy? Yes. And for many of us, really, because, I mean, we're not the ones making the decision, but he has to prove over the next 12 games that he can play like he did the last two games. And if he can do that. Then fine, like quarterbacks that put up four touchdowns, three touchdown games, they do it like it's nothing now. Like it's that's normal. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy had three touchdowns in two hundred to three hundred yards and maybe one on the ground. Awesome, cool. You know, like that's just the norm. Like this should just become the norm. I'm not saying four touchdowns every single game, but that should be close to the norm. And it, it, even if you are struggling, you should be able to keep your team in games, which is something he tried to do last year blocking abdallah here on espn 1000 the espn chicago app uh looks like there's gonna be something we have to look into did you see this video footage from colorado the southern parts of colorado uh there was a, a couple that were on a train and they're shooting video outside of the train into the landscape and in the landscape is an individual who is walking, and the individual looks like a hairy beast. It looks like Bigfoot is just out for a stroll. Did you see this video? This is real. This is a real video yep. that's out there in the world. I did see this video. Real people on a train in Colorado, and they see something that looks like Bigfoot. Bigfoot's walking in the terrain. He then sits down, and he looks like he's just having a sit on the mountainside. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? I have, uh, well, first of all, I have many questions because I always doubt these things that we see, right? One, why isn't there more video? If it's one couple on a train, what, the rest of the train was empty? No, no one else saw this uh, this moving thing, right? What, what if they were asleep? What if the, it was a long-distance train? Okay, is Amtrak? this someone who They is, were in the sleeper car. If, if this is someone... They're going from Chicago to San Francisco. If this is someone who is in a costume or, or maybe some form of camouflage gear uh, while out on a hunt, so, right? Oh, perhaps, yeah. He's out there hunting. He's you know, like so Chauncey. He's, he's in his gear. And masked he's, himself to he's look waiting. like the grass or whatever the field that he's in. He really did blend in. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, it could be one of those things. Um, also, just could be someone having a laugh. 
trying to get uh, people to take video of them. And also could be a Sasquatch. Like, I'm not ruling out Sasquatch. Now, some websites have taken the video and they've tried to zoom in. Mm-hmm. And it really does look like a Sasquatch is just having a sit. That's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like on the mountainside. Now, over Labor Day weekend, I was in Colorado. Uh, we were uh, in Denver and then we drove to Aspen. So we drove through the wilderness. Did you see up any, through sa- the mountains. any Sasquatch? I'm not going to lie. As we were driving, multiple times, I looked out into the vast wilderness. Okay. And I thought to myself, boy, it would be cool if I see a Bigfoot. Like, like okay. I had that thought on the drive. It's like a three and a half, four hour drive to get yeah. to Aspen and back. I, I thought that multiple times on the drive, like, man, I hope I see a Bigfoot. Okay, not to go off on a tangent, but that amount of space out in the wilderness so like you were, space. right? Which is why, and I did. I don't think you knew I was going to say this at all, which is why to me the village is M. Night Shyamalan's scariest movie. Because oh, it's, it the one, it's the one that could happen. It totally could happen, and that, it's a great film. You could have a colony of people out in the I middle agree. of nowhere that, that are totally kept... Agree. In an enclosure because they don't know that anything else exists because yeah. you tell them that there are monsters out there, right? 100%. I, I'm with you totally on that. Like, I walked away from the village being like, that could happen. Yeah. Like, there's so much space out out west out there by, like, yeah. Colorado, Wyoming, like, all that stuff, right? All middle of nowhere where there's, like, no people. There's, like, one person per voting district out there basically <laughs> one singular mailbox and you could you could definitely set that up and so that even that leads me to believe even more that there could be sasquatch is is that the uh plural form of sasquai sasquai yeah. is, is sasquatch <laughs> is it like sheep sheep there's one sheep two sheep five no, it's sheep. like an octopus octopi yeah. well no th- no he's right I'm not going to say what I wanted to say because I like, I like my job. Get the rest of the week off. <laughs> I took off last Friday. We call that need, the Abdallah. <laughs> I don't need more time off. Although there are a couple shows Friday night I'd like to go to. So the, this is video that's out. So like news organizations are now writing stories about this yeah. because people are like, that looks kind of real. It's more convincing than any Loch Ness monster videos I've seen. I'll tell you that. And, and to be honest, you know the old grainy footage from, what was it, the 70s yeah. of, of the, the Bigfoot that's walking. He's, he's lumbering, and he, he, his arms are swinging, and he stops, and he looks back. Mm-hmm. You know that video? Yeah. Everyone's seen that video, mm-hmm. right? This Bigfoot kind of looked like he had the, the pace. Oh, yeah. The gape? Is that what you would call it? Yeah. The walking gape? Yeah. Now, who's the guy on the Phillies that kind of looks like a Sasquatch? I, Have you I seen don't him? Know. Baseball people? You guys know who I'm There's talking about? Yeah. Oh, he's, really, he's got really long hair. Are you talking about the fanatic? No, not the fanatic. He's got a really, I thought the fanatic. He's got really long hair. He's got a beard. I thought you were talking about the fanatic. He looks like a sass. Like, he looks like he could like put some hair on that guy's oh, arms. Brandon Marsh, I think his name is. Is it Brandon Marsh? I've never heard of that name. I've heard of Randy Marsh. Yeah, it's Brandon Marsh. He it's, looks like a uh, like a Sasquatch, but like a tiny one. Yeah, he does. Yes, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Brandon Marsh. Yeah. He kind of looks like a sass. So it could just be a person who hasn't shaved or groomed in a while. Get him a Manscaped deal. What if this is all just a big Manscaped... Uh, it's planned ad? Yeah. Advertisement? Yeah. Or what's that other... Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the beef jerky? 
that uses uh, Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. Those are funny commercials. Yeah, those are funny. Yeah, they are. I like when Sasquatch beats the guys up. All right, let, let's keep our eyes on this, though, because I think it's interesting, right? Like, it's just yeah. a train going through southern Colorado mm-hmm. on the mountainside, and there's just a Bigfoot having a walk, a walk and a sit. Or it's a guy hunting who just got up from But his... he, he didn't have anything with him. Doesn't matter. He's walking. Maybe he went left his area to go, like, pee and then was walking back. Because he didn't want to pee where he was sitting. To be honest, where he was sitting, there's not a lot of terrain. It's surprising. Usually they'd be in maybe like a more wooded area. Maybe he's hunting uh, yotes. Fattening up for the uh, winter? Coyotes. You know, it's a story we didn't report on here on the show, but you know, last week was like Fat, fat bear. bear Week. Fat Bear Week, yeah. When the bears eat. We almost didn't get to keep track of Fat Bear Week because uh, the government potential shutdown. That was, that was a big story going into Fat Bear was. Week. I know it was. All right. So there's a video out there. If you've not seen it yet, uh, try and find it. Uh, apparently, there is a Bigfoot that's out there in Colorado. Uh, we need to figure this out. I think this is huge news. This is break. This mm-hmm. would be the biggest uh, news story of the year. If there's really a Bigfoot, that would be a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be... It would... Well... It wouldn't be as big as us actually finding a, a real alien and not cake. <laughs> this is Chicago's home for sports on FM 100.3 the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. John in Long Grove, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, John. Hi. I just have a quick question. I heard Adam was talking about a show to go see this weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. How about fish? You guys never talked about fish. You guys always talked about, you know, how I know you guys like how to stuff, but like Nickelback, it's like Nickelback. Sure. Nickelback. Yeah. Uh, fish. We gave away uh, concert tickets to fish uh, last Friday night, I believe. Oh, you guys did. We gave away uh, seats for the Sunday show. I wonder why yeah. people were asking oh, nice. if we had more fish. tickets. Yeah. yeah for like... the Sunday show. We gave them away last Friday night. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. I am not a fish fan. Which I understand oh, yeah, is contradictory because I like Grateful Dead or Dead and Company or whatever form they are. I don't like fish. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. It's my, uh, my brother-in-law is in a uh, fish cover band. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I've never seen them live. I heard they put on a very good show. Is there a, a dog-related the uh, album or song with fish? I have the no idea. The life system is insane. It comes down. It's like it, you can. I just saw them in Denver this past oh, really? Labor Day, Tama City, some four days. The light rig that they have, it's only certain cities, only certain places can hold it because it's it. so heavy. Mm. United Center, right now, then Dayton, Ohio, right now, then um, the Nashville. The they only can certain hold certain places. John, uh, so five heavy. favorite bands. Go. What do you got? Five, five favorite, favorite bands. bands. What do you have on the list? Dead Fish is number one, two. Okay. I go Wide Spread Panic. Okay. Okay. Humphreys. Um, no. I'm just, um, running th- I'm just running through the jam bands here, man. My Morning Jacket. I'll go probably Blues Traveler. Oh, okay. Blues Traveler. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. 
Dave Matthews. There you go. Ah, Dave. There's the Big gamut. Dave fan. There's the gamut. Widespread panic? He said that. Yeah, yeah he oh, did said he? widespread. Yeah. Tyler yeah. was distracting me. Yeah. It's all right. He said it's, widespread. Uh, I, Thanks, Tyler. I went down to New Year's 2000. They were down there and I looked like fish for four days. For four 2000. days? Four days of fish, man. Wow. All right. And then New Year's 2000, at the New Year's 1201, they played at 1201 to 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's a long show. Yeah, I don't need... I mean, that's, that, a that's all. Did, you, did seen, you stay for the entire concert? It's a, it, it's in the middle of nowhere. 75,000 plus people. It took me 18 hours for 13 miles oh to get into the venue. Wow, that's crazy. Ready. They closed down the, it's a four-way highway. They closed down the two lanes because well, of fish. It sounds and like, oh, what was lanes. that, uh, the concert out in the desert? Woodstock? No, the one that the no, just happened, man. the rain came through, and then Burning they were all man. stuck. Yeah, Burning, Burning Man. man. Yeah, Burning John, man. you ever go to Burning Man? There's no music at Burning no. Man. No. Yes, there is. They don't, it's not a concert. There's DJs like, that play. Yeah, but it's not like a concert. They like, feel the vibes. It's not like Fish you is know, playing okay, Burning okay. Man. You understand what I'm saying. It's a festival-like atmosphere, right? John? Yes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's, so more, it's, it's, more a, it's a community it's, of art of artists. I don't care. It's a community I've of artists. I've seen all Chris, the TikToks. Chris, not interested. It's a community of artists coming together they, for yes, free expression. They live and off love. the land for okay. a, a weekend or something. I don't care. But you guys also talk about scratch tats, like a monster like that. I was just out in the, uh, um, the, the Redwoods, California in the sure. Redwoods. Yeah, so if, um, I, did you think you saw the, Bigfoot? That's a, no, but I, that's the area we do a see. Something like that. Oh, I agree. The vast nothingness of the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, there. I, there's California, something out there. I saw. I saw. I on like Sunday night. I was out on a hike in the redwoods. I came around and I saw an elk. Fifteen minutes. I I started running like two seconds up and almost ran and went into the elk. It's a lot of elk. And then I saw a bear out there. Really? Yeah. It's a lot of nature. Like, I'm, like then up in my cabin up in northern Wisconsin, I see a white deer often every time I go up there. Sure, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of deer in the area, no doubt. No, a white deer. Oh, white deer. Albino. Albino. Albino wow. deer. Okay. Never seen yeah. that. Have you? Have you ever seen that? I've never seen an albino deer before. John, do you like Chauncey's show? It seems like he got a lot of the uh, outdoors. Chauncey's great oh, yeah. outdoors. I've been, I've been listening to the, the, the last twenty years. Thank you. So you remember when we produced that show? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a long time ago. I actually conned you guys. Yeah, I I I appreciate the phone call, John. This is very nice. Well you can always uh, you're always welcome on Bluck and Abdallah, where all calls are welcome, okay? Mm -hmm. Yep, I know. Well we appreciate the call, John. You have a great rest of the night, all right? Yeah, I'm gonna go see fish again this all three nights. You're going to all three nights this weekend? Yeah, I just paid five sixty for three Ooh. nights on the floor. That, see, there you go. That mm-hmm. put down some cash for that. Yeah, but you, just, you get just just Google the light system at um, Dick's Sporting Goods. Okay, in Dick's. Tower City. Yes. All right. Look at the insanely light system. It comes over in front of the stage, down like almost through Trey's eye level. In front of him, and I can go up in a different. I can send you videos of it. But sure, you can you can you tweet them. us? We'll retweet. No, it. I'm not on social media anymore. Okay, I have not been on social media in the last two years. All right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it it it, 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 
caused a lot of like, problems in life. Yeah, it seems like and that, right? Like, yeah. And I'm, I'm just not good. In, and I'm also 17 months with a, a drink of alcohol, so. Well, congrats. It's the same congrats. time, like congrats. the same time, you know, issue. <laughs> so I'm like, if I'm going off social media, I'm stop drinking too, so. Hey. So. Sounds great. Thank you, John. Call Thank you for the phone call. To, okay, call again, okay? Yeah, but check out those light, light systems. Yes, yes we we're going to look up the lights. And, and it might change you. It might change you. Ooh. Because it is insane. But Jerry, Trey saw Jerry. But if you like Let's Play Pool, Trey is good friends with Let's Play Pool. So you might like Cab. All right. Trey's at Stadio's side band. That's with Let's Play Pool, yeah. your Head. Oysterhead. So I've heard you Oysterhead. You might like Trey. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about Chase Claypool. No, I've heard of Oysterhead. Let's oh, okay. Play. Right. Then you do like fish. I don't like it. I mean, really I've, eh, it's just not for, like, I'm not going to go see Oysterhead live. Okay, have a good one. Okay, see, see, John. see John. Thanks for the phone yeah, call. Yeah, thanks, John. Thanks, yeah, John. There he is. There's John. Like, I'm not going to. John and Longgrove. I've seen Widespread before. Here on ESPN 1000. And I've seen. What was the other band? I've seen well, another band he named that he liked. 20-year uh, listener. I appreciate yeah, that. I do. Did, uh, did I hear Sylvie right that tomorrow, tomorrow. is the official yeah. anniversary for ESPN years. Chicago? 25 years tomorrow. Pretty good. Happy birthday, and ESPN Chicago. John from Longgrove. He's been here for 20 of for it. 20 of it, yeah. Appreciate the listener. Yeah. It's good stuff. You want to go see Fish? Uh, you know, it, it's unfortunately we gave away all the tickets on the show last I'm sure week. We could find we, you one. I, I think we gave them all away. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Abdallah. So you know, there's just a lot going on this weekend. Oh, but yeah? otherwise, I, I think we, I would take you up on the offer. We okay. always appreciate the support and getting the free tickets to give away. Are Are you going to go? You seem like you're interested. No, I have no desire to see fish. <laughs> I mean, if someone called me up and was like, "Hey, I got an extra. Do you want to go?" Sure. I'll go. I'm not paying for it. Though. Is there a worse genre of music than like that like jam band kind I of mean, just like, I oh, like, you think the song's over? We're just going to keep on playing. I like, the, I like the dead, so I can't say. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Kevin, I, I think you're pretty close. I think the thrashing death metal that just goes on and on and on is pretty bad, too. Like, uh, like Dream Theater? Dream Theater, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen Dream Theater. Theater in the Dream chat, Theater too. is, I, I mentioned that Corn was my favorite that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Dream Theater is the worst I've ever seen. The worst band you've ever it seen? It was horrific yeah it was so bad i dated a girl for a while that was really into umphreys mcgee so i had to see umphreys mcgee a few times they're good though they're local they're from here they're chicago guys but shout out to john and i like them i like them that's why i mentioned umphreys because i like umphreys i hope john calls again yeah that was not that was a nice conversation i like that palate cleanser our, uh, one of our physics teachers in high school found out we all, I mean, she probably knew, but because she's smoking weed too, but found out we all smoked weed because we all saw her at an Umphrey show and we were all not in a good place to be seeing teachers or having teachers see students. You ever run into a teacher when you're, uh, not you because you have baby lungs. Kevin, you ever run into a teacher when you're, uh, you're on on the weed, and they're just on as the weed. On the weed. On the is weed. How old are you? And they're just as freaked out on because the they are also on the weed. Um, almost. Yeah. Uh, I prefer to tell you the story off the air, though. Okay, yeah. we'll do that off the air. All right, we'll do that off the air. Kevin will tell us the story about dating a teacher. 
ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. It's Wednesday night. Each week, we like to look at the best teams in the NFL. We call this Five Up and Five Down. Up and down. Five Up. High five. Five Down. Don't go. Too slow. Five Up and Five Down with Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. Five up, five down, brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. It's the five best teams and the five worst teams in the NFL. Abdal, we go to the top. Number five. Number five, I have the Miami Dolphins. Four and one. Uh, they beat the Giants last weekend. They have the most average yards per game after five games in NFL history. This team's offense is back on track after losing to Buffalo two weeks ago. I've got the Dolphins at five. I also have the Dolphins at five. Uh, you mentioned all the offensive metrics. The reason I don't have them higher, they're 25th in defensive DVOA and 30th in special teams. So when this team inevitably makes the playoffs, uh, just keep an eye out for those special teams because that might make a difference in a playoff game. Number four, I have the Detroit Lions at four and one. They blow out Carolina at home last weekend. They're thir- <clears throat> third overall. In DVOA. In DVOA. Thank you, Abdal. <laughs> I just want to point this out. Excuse me. Uh, this is their best DVOA number. It's an advanced analytics stat. Mm-hmm. This is the best DVOA number the Detroit Lions have ever had through five weeks. Yeah. So it's you can honestly say that this is the best Lions team they've ever had and be right, factually correct to this point. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, you mentioned third overall DVOA, fourth in offense, uh, and third in defense. That's to me, is the uh, biggest, not surprise, but a reason why they've been playing so well is their defense has actually shown up, and what they've been building that on that side of the ball is actually outperforming their offense, which is pretty high up there, too. We don't check our list before we start. We don't. Uh, there's hope that there is difference and debate. There Number won't be. three, we go to... I have the Kansas City Chiefs at 4-1. and one. Uh, They beat the Vikings last week, 27-20. They're winning close games, but there's not really style points in the NFL. I want to point out eighth in defensive yards per play. So their defense is well improved than what we've seen in previous oh, yeah. years with the Kansas City Chiefs. Usually that's the biggest knock, and I also have the Chiefs, and I want to know what magic potion they have in uh, their locker room when Travis Kelsey can leave with an ankle sprain and come right back out and play. Because Taylor every, Swift. Like, eat well. Everything seems, from that first game where they lost, everything seems to be going well for them. Like, they find ways to win different games. Like, they don't have to win with flash all the time they can win ugly if they need to like they've they're just find ways to win football games and that they're the chiefs for that very reason number two right philadelphia five and oh the road win over the rams second in rushing yards per game Uh, there's only one team that's getting more ground game yardage uh that team will be the number one team but 164 yards on the ground jalen hurts has looked okay but philadelphia is just a stud team tough test this week they play the jets this week don't they they play i believe they play the jets the jets defense has held 
quarterbacks so far this year to their worst performances so far the year. So I'm interested to see how they perform against the Jets. Their defense ranked 13th in DVOA. So keep an eye on their defense. That might need to, you know, they lost a lot. Uh, even with uh, adding uh, Carter there, they still have not a top 10 defense, which is something to keep an eye on. And hands down, the number one team in the NFL right now, San Francisco 5-0. and They blow out the Dallas Cowboys 42-10 last week. Mm-hmm. Last week on 5 Up, 5 Down, I had the 49ers at number one. I keep them at number one. Yeah, I have the 49ers at number one. I had them at number one last week. Um, all phases of the football, offense, defense, special teams, are all in the top ten of DVOA. They can do nothing wrong right now. We go to the bottom. It's five up, five down. The five worst teams in the NFL. Number 28, I'll give you the Chicago Bears. At one in four, it's a big win, but it's only one win. So my point is you keep winning. You will remove yourself from the bottom five. Last week, I had them as the second, the worst team. You get the big win. You jump to 28. Let's continue moving forward. Bears are 28. 24th in offensive DVOA. How about that? I thought they'd actually be higher. I know they struggled the first three games of the season, but uh, as you go through the season with DVOA, the reason I like it is because it puts more emphasis as you get later into the season on those later games. So those, you know, it's kind of like having a teacher that throws out your worst grade, uh, your worst test score, so your sure. average kind of goes up. So that's kind of what DVOA does is you're a more complete team towards the end of the year, actually playing like yourself and momentum and everything like that. They're 24th in offensive DVOA. I have them also at 28th. I have a feeling we're going to have the same teams. 29, Denver, 1-4, and four, lose to the Jets at home. I mean, have we ever matched all 10 of our I selections? I don't know. They have the worst defense in the NFL. Uh, I think that if the Bears end up finding a way to right the ship going forward, right, and if this is what they are moving forward, what we've yeah. seen the last two games, and they end up putting together six or seven wins, and they miss a wild card spot by a couple games, we're going to look back at that Broncos game and be like, how the you hell an opportunity. did that happen? Yeah. Uh, number 30, New England, 1-4. Dude! You get blown out by the Saints. It. The last two weeks, the, the Patriots are 72-3. to That's the score. 72-3. to They lose the Saints and the Cowboys. They're starting Mac Jones this week, but I read that uh, this is must-win for Mac Jones this week. If they don't win this week, there might be a quarterback change. Number 31, the New York Giants Dude, at one and four. We've never stop matched it. all of our teams. I have the Giants at stop 31. It. Oh, I okay. I'll say it again. I'll say it like I did last yesterday. Okay. I sat right here. Actually, yeah. I sat. Hold on. I sat are you, over. Are you calling someone out on I the sat, station? I sat over here. Yeah. Okay. While someone else was sitting over here, and I was yelled at. Yeah. That said that Daniel Jones is a great quarterback uh-huh. because Brian Dable wanted him. Guess what? Brian Dable, your offensive guru that everyone wanted. I wanted him too. I'll put myself in that category. Has the 32nd ranked offense, the worst offense in the NFL. Take that. See, it sounds like you're talking to someone specifically on the staff here at ESPN 1000. Yeah, Carmen. <laughs> and the worst team in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers at 0-5. Yep, 0-5. So there you go. This is the first week. I, I we, can't believe it. We've had this. Uh, we've been uh, talking about this bit for many years now, and we've never once had a 10 for 10 match on our five up and five down. That's right. Five up, five down. Up and down. Five up. High five. Five down. Five up and five down with Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000.
down. And it's all brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Abdallah, something that we didn't get to yesterday uh, that's quite bothersome. Uh, if you were watching CBS on Sunday night, 60 Minutes was on. Uh, 60 Minutes had a segment uh, that was called The Risk of Advanced AI. They had a conversation. Scott Pelley had a conversation with the godfather of AI technology. And this is what he said. Let's take a listen to a piece of 60 Minutes from Sunday night. Other immediate risks he worries about include fake news, unintended bias in employment and policing, and autonomous battlefield robots. What is a path forward that ensures safety? I don't know. I I can't see a path that guarantees safety. That we're entering a period of great uncertainty where we're dealing with things we've never dealt with before. And normally the first time you deal with something totally novel, you get it wrong. And we can't afford to get it wrong with these things. Can't afford to get it wrong, why? Well, because they might take over. (laughs) Take over from humanity? Yes, that's a possibility. Why would they not? I'm not saying it will happen. If we could stop them ever wanting to, that would be great. But it's not clear we can stop them ever wanting to. Yeah, that's the godfather of AI. Well, because they might take over. Because we need to be careful because the robots might take over. Well, because they might take over. That's right. Autonomous battlefield robots. Abdallah, did you see this piece on 60 Minutes? The godfather of AI is warning us that we don't know what the future will bring with advanced AI and that they might take over. Yeah, I saw it. They might take over. I'm glad I I know who the godfather of AI is now because now, uh, now that I have birthed a, not me personally, my wife birthed a, a daughter. You, you guys didn't do the reverse? No, I didn't. This isn't twin. You didn't, uh, you this didn't isn't wanna, junior. You didn't want to take the... No, this isn't junior. I didn't do didn't the birthing. You didn't want to bake the cake? I didn't do the birthing. Um, <laughs> I can now send my daughter back in time. And I know who she has to have conversations with about uh, stopping AI. And uh, stopping us from uh, the revolution that uh, AI will cause. And when we have to go live underground. Because we've been telling you this. Uh, what, what do we have to worry about? Oh, imminent death. Just, just imminent death. Don't worry about it. Just imminent death. You know, I, I watched the piece on 60 Minutes, so you don't have to. Um, and what did he say? Autonomous, autonomous uh, battlefield robots. Yeah, cool. Autonomous All right, battlefield robots. Yeah. Uh, essentially, what the Godfather of AI was explaining is that we think we know the the depths of how AI can learn, but you don't. But based on the amount of calculations, like, it's not that they're, um, all right, so some AI is just crowdsourcing from every known mm-hmm. uh, article, book, movie that's ever been made to then, like, give you uh, a story written out, right? Chat yeah. GPT. That's kind of how it works. But what he was saying is that some AI is so advanced that at some point, it is completely possible mm-hmm. That the robots become self-aware and they start teaching itself to start learning things that we never intended it learning in the first place. Thus, it could see at a certain point down the road as us as a adversary to their advancement. Oh, you don't think when we start making it do work? I'm All just the saying, time. like, like he he's not kidding. Like, essentially, he's warning us for the the plot line of Terminator. 
Yeah, that, that's exactly what he's warning uh, us. And so. the documentary iRobot that I tell everyone to watch. Like, listen, you can you can watch this on sixty minutes. Black and Abdallah have been telling you this for years. We've been on this. Uh, Why don't you come talk to us, Scott Pelly? It's a part of our platform, huh, Scott Pelly? It's what we're running on, huh? Come on, Scott Pelly. <laughs> You're calling out Scott Pelly now? Yeah, for not talking to us. I'll tell you right. He he has no use for us. And and quite honestly, if anyone's going to talk to us from sixty minutes, let's have Anderson Cooper come by. Ooh, the Silver Fox. Yeah, AC three sixty. Why not? Absolutely. All right, so I saw that on Sunday night. I just thought it was something we needed to bring to the people because it's yeah, uh, it's think? a it's a warning shot. It's something that's out there. He says, "Well, because they might know, take over. They, they might take, take over autonomous from- battlefield robots. Take well, because they what? might take over. Yeah. See? What do you think, Scott Pelly? Autonomous battlefield robots. <laughs> Why would you even build such a thing? <laughs> I don't. Know. The highest. Okay. The highest level our robots should have ever been allowed to be." Is a Roomba. That's it. Autonomous battlefield robots. We should have never. We should have stopped at Roomba and been like a a vacuum. I don't need to push around. Done. Yeah, I mean, isn't it enough that like dogs warned us? Like, have you ever seen a dog that's okay with a Roomba? No, no dog is okay with the Roomba unless they're small enough to ride on top of it. No, but the dogs are all like they all look at it like this ain't right. No, what are you people doing? Mm -mm. This isn't supposed to happen. Well, Mm -mm. because they might take over. Exactly, because they might take over. Autonomous battlefield robots. We'll be back. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Thank you to Jake Hansu and Kevin Zipak for producing tonight's show. Black and Abdallah will be back tomorrow night. 7 o'clock, 7 to 8 tomorrow night. We'll have Bears Weekly from 6 to 7 with Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer right here on ESPN 1000. So Black and Abdallah will be on at 7 tomorrow night. Also, uh, remember this weekend, uh, your Sunday Bears uh, day, uh, hang out with Black and Abdallah. We have uh, the Bears pre-pre-show before the official Bears pre-game show takes place at 10 o'clock. Black and Abdallah will be on on Sunday from 8 to 10 right here on ESPN 1000, getting you ready for the Bears and the Vikings on the lakefront. Week week six of the NFL season. We're already at week six. I know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, get your mimosas, get your Bloody Marys. Maybe the season's a rolling. Get ready. Uh, so we'll have the show on Sunday. We'll also have a all calls welcome Friday night calls on Friday, 6 o'clock right here on ESPN 1000. It's Black and Abdal on ESPN 1000. We go to Nathan, Leesburg, Florida. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Nathan? Black and Abdallah, what is up, boy? What's up? What's up, man? Hey, love you guys, first of all, and the station, and my Thank first you. time calling in. Admittedly, a little bit nervous. Uh, Don't be nervous. Yeah. I, no one's yeah. listening. You're good. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, just want to thank you guys, uh, first and foremost, you know, for uh, just providing a big light in my life, you know, and uh, just give me some... Uh, comic relief at times and of course my favorite chicago sport team uh chopping all that down uh 
But really, the meat of it here, I wanted to call back to the song of the night. Yeah. And big corn fan. Love your guys' taste in music. Love the segment. Thank um, you. Love uh, Creed as well last night. Oh, Loved yeah. it. Um, Blind, one of my favorite corn songs. And I actually really resonated with Black's story about um, his experience with corn uh, sure. essentially destroying. Growing the show for Lincoln Park, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I've got an analogous story here. Uh, at the uh, Daytona Speedway, they've got uh, what's called Welcome to Rockville. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there uh, a couple of years back, and it was Lamb of God okay. was corn in this scenario, and Disturbed was Lincoln Park. Oh, and, no. yeah, Lamb of God just absolutely destroyed i was like i gotta go you know take a couple uh deep breaths and and regather myself after that <laughs> one because they just blew me away man it was a great time and then disturb came on and, and actually going back to uh black's important point was that that they sounded much more like the studio recording you know uh like corn and yeah. that's lamb of god in this uh scenario and then when Disturb came on, uh, the vocals were just a little bit choppy there. I mean, I love Disturb, you know. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, it was just it was just funny to hear that and uh, just to connect to all your guys' music taste and everything there, man. And even dabbling in some jam bands as well. I have seen a few back. Uh, actually, being from the Peoria, Illinois area, they've got one called the Summer Camp Music yeah. Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, down in, Ch- I actually went to high school in Chillicothe, right outside of Peoria there, where uh, Zach McAllister is our pride there. Um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to say love you guys. I wanted to uh, just follow up on that story and share a similar one that I had. Nice. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you for listening in Florida on the ESPN Chicago app. Appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you, fellas. Call again, all right, Nathan? I will. All right, there he is. Nathan in Florida. We go to James in Munster. You're on ESPN 1000 with Black and Abdallah. What's up, James? Hey, boys. How we doing? Two nights in a row. Yeah, how about that? All right, so I'm I'm going to reverse and and triple dip here. Okay. Um, uh, From the caller previously, uh, a couple previously, the all-white white-tailed deer, the albino deer, mm-hmm. um, documented uh, in in the uh, I forget the, the Southwest Times, I think it's called, um, between Thornton, Lansing, and Linwood in the in the forest preserve. There, there was one documented there. Um, several pictures taken of it. Okay. And then we'll go backtrack to the jam bands. Okay. He yep. said he was from Colorado, seen jam bands in Colorado. Before I moved to Illinois in 2002. I spent six years working in the concert industry that had, uh, in, in Colorado, I'm sorry, in Colorado, that, that I had the company that I worked for, I had the house lighting contract at Red Rocks. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I, I had an all-access VIP badge to everything because I worked for the company that set it up. And, and the only two concerts every year that in, in the mountains that they had to set up a fence and a perimeter around the entire venue because it's in the mountains. It's wide yeah. open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only two concerts they had to set up a perimeter, Fish and Grateful Dead. And That's they'd fine. still have people climbing over the fences trying to get into the yeah. venue. Yeah. And uh, that might have had to do something with uh, 
what I was participating in that uh, that uh, Abdallah mentioned. Mm, yeah, but uh, the weed, as he calls um, it, the weed, yeah. the, kids and, weeds. <laughs> the, the, weed. the, the kids and their weeds, the kids and their weeds, how they do those weeds. <laughs> uh, and and then, and then the other thing, uh, the backtrack again is to to the to the Yeti, the Sasquatch. I looked at the video. Mm-hmm. Everything that I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a believer. They got to exist somewhere somehow. Never once. Have I seen anything? And again, growing up in Colorado, never once was there a mention of any Yeti, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, anything. But everything you've ever seen or watched has always been in a colder climate. Mm-hmm. The area that, that, that they claimed that that video was taken is in southern Colorado, which is a dry, arid climate. And you could, you could see that by the video. Yeah. How would a big, woolly, hairy animal survive there without sweating to death? He doesn't have a water bottle machine he can go get to. Right, right. That's that's that, that's my that's my that's uh, association yeah. with that. Yeah, All no, right. that's smart. Thanks, James. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hammer time. Yeah, thanks, there you next, go. guys. We'll Thank, see you. Thanks, James. Thanks for the phone call. I mean, yeah, yeah. You watch the video, and it's it's out there. Uh, if you just do a simple search on your phone, you'll see it. Bigfoot. You'll see him walk in, and then he takes a sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like James is saying, uh, it's it takes place in southern Colorado, so yeah. it, it is. A rocky, you know, elevated area, but there you don't see a lot of greenery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not up in the mountains per yeah. se. Yeah, it's a little warmer there. I mean, maybe. I mean, if you needed water or some insulation, you could just carry around a yeti. Here's what I'm skeptical on, though. It's possible that it, it it exists out there. Yeah, but for it to be one, like you mentioned. A full train of people. Only one person got a video of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Screams to me like an ad campaign. It does. Or something. someone trying to get something over someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It could be nothing. You think Danny will send us on an excursion to figure I this out? I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. There's no blocking up doll budget for us to go on a we little trip it, to we go. We use it all on Brady underwear. <laughs> on um, the two pairs of Tom Brady yeah, underwear that we, we tried over that. the summer. I got sent to the yeah. Dallas Zoo. I, I investigated that, remember? There you yeah, go. You, you, did. you did a nice did. job there, you Jake. Did. I appreciate it. Real quick. We caught uh, Tomorrow, yeah. Fry the Coop, they sponsor the Black and Abdallah podcast. We love Fry the Coop. It's delicious. Go get it. Tomorrow, Lincoln Park, they're having their grand opening Ooh, celebration. Free chicken sandwiches from 3 to 5 p.m. Okay. at the Lincoln Park location. I'm in. 3 to 5 p.m., Fry the Coop, Lincoln Park, free sandwiches. That sounds great. Just wanted to mention that real quick. The best chicken sandwich in the city. Yeah, it is. It's at the over there. best. Black and Abdallah, we'll be back tomorrow. Remember, 7 o'clock, we'll Bears Weekly at 6. We'll talk to you then. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago.